Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. In today's study of 1 John, we're going to be looking at 1 John 3, 19-24. We're going to be going over this passage again, and we're going to see how we are to have confident consciences. So, 1 John 3, 19-14 reads, By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our hearts before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given us. So today we're going to look at why we need clean and confident consciences and how we get that. So first we're going to look at what happens when we don't have a clean and confident conscience. So when we don't have a clean and confident conscience, we are doubting our standing before God. That one's not too hard to explain and understand, you know. When we don't have confidence in our standing before God, that's a pretty big deal. Especially if you've been a Christian for a little a while, you know how big God is and how important is of infinite importance that you have surety in your standing before God. And so when you don't, you understand that that's a problem. The more you fear God, the more you realize just how important it is to be in a right standing before God. So when you doubt that, naturally, that is a problem. So next, we're going to look at what happens when we do have a clean and confident conscience. When we do, we can pray to God in confidence, knowing that he hears us and he will give us our needs. When we are confident in what God says, we have we are showing true faith. I think of saints like George Mueller, who it wasn't like he had some crazy special faith, you know, he just believed what God said. He believed what was in the Bible. And when he prayed, he be, he prayed exactly what God told him he would do. God pre, God told him that he would fulfill his needs. So what did George Mueller pray for? He prayed that his needs, needs would be met, and they were met. And he was confident that his needs would be met. He talked about how the one of the priorities, the highest priority when he made his orphanages was not necessarily to sustain the children's physical needs. It was to show other Christians what happens when they take God at his word. It wasn't, it's so simple. You just believe what God says and you pray for what God says he'll do. And he does it. It's not some crazy formula prayer we recite if I say this, 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 and this. And then if I cross my fingers, maybe you'll do it. No, we read his word. Okay, this is what he says we'll do. I'm going to pray for that. And then I'm going to know that he's going to give it to me. That is bold and confident faith. And that is what happens when we have a clean and confident conscience. Second Timothy 1.12, this is Paul writing to Timothy. He says, But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Paul knew that God would keep what he had entrusted to Paul. And what is that? Eternal life. 
He knew that God would keep him safe. John 10, 29, this is Jesus talking. He says, my father who has given them, that being his, his people, them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. When we believe in Christ, no one is able to snatch us out of God's hand. No one can separate us from God's love. See Romans 8. And no one means nobody. We can't even snatch ourselves out of God's hand. And that's especially crucial for us to realize that no sin we do, nothing we do, can lose our salvation. It's safe. When we think that we can lose our salvation, when we can depart from God, that is insulting to God. When we think that Oh, well, I'm, I'm just so bad a sinner that God can't save me. That is a terrible thing to do. Believers, no sin you can do can separate you from God's love. God has given you eternal life. Not eternal, but this and this life. Not eternal as long as you don't do this massive sin. No, he's given us eternal life. Eternal life lasts. It's eternal. And so next we're going to look at how we get clean and confident consciences. So we see why it's important. Here's how we get it. So a good, I was thinking of an illustration and the book, The Pilgrim's Progress, stuck out to me. The Pilgrim's Progress is a great book and it shows how we are. It's basically in a huge analogy of the Christian life. I think there's another fancier English term for it, but I guess that's what happens when you don't pay enough attention in English class. So anyways, so Christian is the main character, and obviously he's a Christian, hence the name Christian, and his friend are trapped in Doubting Castle. So they got there when they were off the path, and they were about to die. So the giant despair was threatening to kill them, and things were looking pretty bleak. So then, when all hope seemed to be lost... Christian remembered that he had the key of promise in his pocket the whole time. They escaped from the giant despair and got back on the road. So we can have this same freedom from despair and guilt too when we remember that Christ has paid for our sins and we have the promise of eternal life. And not only do we have that truth, but we go back to the road. We repent and we follow God's commands. So in that story, we see how Christian had the truth and he obeyed. He used the truth so that he could obey. He used God's promises to escape and go back to God's commands. So we also have to remember that God knows our sins before we do him. Nothing's going to take him by surprise. Psalm 139, 1-4 reads, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. So we just have to remember that no sin is going to take God by surprise. Sometimes we just give too much weight to our own sin. We think that, oh, God isn't, he can't handle this. I mean, this is a huge sin. I mean, look what I did to him. But we have to remember that God knows our sins before we do it. And he is able to and has forgiven us as believers. It's 
We are, all our sins are covered by Jesus' blood. And no sin we can do is going to take him by surprise. It's not like, oh, I forgot to pay that sin. No, he's forgiven all our sins that we have done and that we will do. And so we can also have confidence from the Holy Spirit. I didn't hit on this much on the last episode, but it's important, so I want to hit on it. John says, and by this we know that he abides in us, he being God, by the Spirit whom he has given us. So the Holy Spirit assures believer of our salvation. And we can see the presence of the Holy Spirit through our actions. Galatians 5, 22-24 reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So we see the Holy Spirit shows us what true obedience looks like in his word, in the Bible. The Bible is how we rightly interpret our actions. Our heart is deceitful. We can't rightly see if we're saved or not by looking just to ourselves. We need the Bible to guide us. And so this confidence gives us peace and empowers us to make Christ's name known. So finally, we're going to look to apply this first. We must look to Christ and his salvation of us when we sin and doubt. We have to look to Christ. That is crucial. And so we must also stand before God in confidence and boldness, knowing Christ has redeemed us. And finally, we must be looking for the fruits of the Spirit in our own lives, using the Bible to effectively see them and to obey. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com.